0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Port City Podcast. We hope this finds you well. We pray that the Holy Spirit will deepen us through these honest and open conversations. So settle in, take a deep breath, and join us as we continue our series on The Good News.
1: kind of work chronologically through and we'll start with Matthew thirteen twenty-four to thirty and Mark chapter four. Um we'll read both accounts and this is um the kingdom of heaven is like someone who sowed good seed in his field. John
2: twenty-four through Mm thirty Matthew thirteen, twenty four through thirty. In RSV. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat, and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field?
1: So I think the the first thing that sticks out to me here is uh
2: obviously it's about the rapture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> is that uh Master did you not sow good seed? <laughs> like he's like obviously. So but the interesting thing is that uh well I'm just, I think it's this the the idea that good seed was sowed and yet still like weed grew. Weeds grew and I think that's and interesting, like, the, the the master didn't plant the weeds. Mm. He just planted the seed and the weeds. Well, the enemy planted were, the Right. There. So I think that's yeah. interesting. Um. So, okay, but so but what is this? It starts with the kingdom of heaven, but maybe compared to this. So, okay, so we've got, it can be compared to someone who sowed good seed in, in his field. So we're assuming that that someone would be God, God. who sows good seed to the field. And then, while everybody was asleep, an enemy came. We would say maybe the enemy or the, the Satan. The, the Satan, yes. Uh, and sowed weeds, weeds among the wheat. So the the sower plants the seed. The enemy plants the weeds. Um. And then also left. <laughs> he didn't like stick around, like hiding in the bushes. That would have been. Yeah, like that's interesting. Funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he dipped out of there. And when he the did. plants came up. It's supposed it um, to be. The, so then the plants grew, <laughs> the plants grew, and the weeds grew at the same time. Um, mm. And uh, and so basically, then they're like, "Okay, sh- do we get rid of the weeds?" and and the sower says, "No, if you get rid of the weeds, you'll mess with the with the the uh, wheat. Mm. So let them both grow together." Um, and then at harvest time we'll collect the weeds first um and then gather the wheat after that put it in my barn and then parable over <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so i like i feel like i get this the the isolated parable i understand what he's saying like and I just, I won't say it a third time. We've read it. I just, I just explained what I thought it was. So I won't go in again. Like without the deeper meaning. Right. Just so, like, yeah. So I feel like oh, oh. without the meaning, I get what he's, right. what, what the parable is. Right. But as far as like what he's saying about the kingdom of heaven, like what does this, what, what does this parable tell us? Why is he telling us this?
2: Yeah. It's, I'm thinking about it. It's so funny to me that like maybe some people got it then like truly got it maybe some people thought that they got it but didn't but yeah we need like so much scholarship to like try to understand this yeah and so much undoing of things that we have grown up believing and like I wonder if it's like because they had no previous bias you know like there was no rapture theology then, you right. know, for them to like view that lens. They didn't through. see left behind when they were set. They had never seen bro, Nicolas Cage uh, in the bro. airplane. Um,
1: or, or what was the other one? Kurt Cameron. Yeah, was
2: yeah, that, that was like that was like the more Christian version, and then there I think there was like yeah, a, um, yeah, but their bias like they had no, um, they had no frame of reference to distort what he actually meant, mm. and we have a lot. In, yeah. out in the theological realm right now to distort what he actually means by
1: that. So, so okay, so could this be just that the kingdom of heaven is that there's going to be weeds and there's going to be wheat and they're both happening at the same time, but don't worry, I'm like we'll talk like the 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 end is that I will take the the like the The weeds will grow with the wheat, but I will. But I will still get the wheat. Like it won't. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really the Thing is that the the pointer.
0: Um, I'm not saying this is it because my commentary says so.
1: That's not what I'm
0: saying. But I'm just <laughs> oh, gonna okay. like read it. Yeah. It basically says the field is the world. Thus, the people of the kingdom live side by side with the people of the evil one.
1: Or that, So maybe the point is that the kingdom of heaven is t- is taking place in like. The weeds are in the same field as the wheat, like that's what you're saying. Like it's the same. It's not. A, it's not. Right. So the kingdom of heaven is the weeds among the wheat. It's not like you're gonna be pulled apart or separated from it. Right. Or you maybe you you will be, like at the end or whatever. But while it's happening on the earth, like they're in the same spot. Maybe a little bit of like, be in the world but not of it kind of thing. Yeah. A little bit of that vibe.
0: Well, I was going to say two things. One, how Jesus says that, you know, like the kingdom of God is here. So like, like you were saying, we're not like separate from the weeds in the sense like it's, it's here right now. Among if that makes weeds. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Among the weeds. But in a sense, like you can tell a weed from the wheat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so being a part of the kingdom of God, like you can, like you will be different and set apart.
1: I've also been thinking this whole time about so many directions that this could go in. And so that's why I think what you said earlier is important. Like Jesus is, so again, there's, there's the whole sovereignty thing about like Jesus could have been saying this parable, knowing that it was eventually going to be in a Bible that people could read and study, but the people he was telling it to, like, I don't think he was telling it to them. This one time for them to just remember without being able to like go back and reread or re listen. And he was like stuffing as much theology as he can into this one parable. Because, mm. you know, for instance, and, and I'm just being devil's advocate here, like some people could read this and say, oh, well, this is about some sort of predestination election theology because you can't, because a weed doesn't turn into a wheat. Like right. the wheat and the weed grew up by each, by each be. other at the same yeah. time, and they will always be. And you, but but I think I'm saying that I I'm not sure. I mean, the door is always open for potentially, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure that Jesus's goal here was to give us insight into that, or yeah. or maybe maybe not even into like salvation in general. But maybe it was maybe it's just to say the kingdom of heaven is existing on the same place like the weeds will be in the same place as the wheat. And maybe that's as simple as that. And maybe maybe that's even completely off. Like, But I think sometimes we read too into what what these mean and then we make it something that it wasn't supposed to be.
2: Where I've landed with a lot of these parables is that Jesus is not, particularly the ones about wheat, because there's a lot about wheat and chaff, right? There's a lot about a fruit, wheat, and there's a lot about, Something coming with the fruit. My favorite fruit. My favorite fruit, wheat. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. It is the fruit of the seed. Wheaties and Mm. Fruit Loops. My two favorite
1: (laughs) fruity cereals. Delicious.
2: (laughs) There is a fruit of a grain or fruit of a seed. And then there is something that was not supposed to be there. Mm. Right? So you have, the way that I interpret this passage, a lot of people would not agree with me, is i see one person in this passage they have both fruit and there's also mm. weed there is also weed there is also a there's also chaff something to be burned up and in the end like what stays is the fruit mm. and what goes is the thing that was never supposed to be there in the first place right um does that mean that it's f- the Christian? Does that mean that it's not the Christian? I don't know, I'm not here to say that. Like I just think that in this picture you have you have a person um and in the end like what's going to be left is the fruit and what is like good in them. And what is good in them? Christ, right? Mm. And what is bad in them? The seed that was stoned by the enemy.
1: Dude, the that's place. so good. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. again, it's it's really tough, especially like, and, and we've talked about this behind the scenes, but we might as well be vulnerable about it on on the air, as they say. But like, it's really hard sometimes to, for one, you to say that, and second, for me to like openly agree with you, because that's probably a minority view of it. But I think that's really beautiful. And I, and I don't think that, I think a great point about that is I don't think you can clearly get from this, that the, all the different weeds are different different people. people, And then the weeds Mm. are other different people. Like, I think it could just be that again, he's, let me see. um, Kingdom of heaven, maybe compared to someone who has sowed good seed in his field. So we could just be talking about the field, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one field. Yeah. And so it could just be that. And then at the end, I will burn away the wheat. I mean, the the weeds so that this field only had wheat.
2: And so play it out. Like, what does he do? He allows us to live in this broken body for our whole life. Yeah. Right? Uh, he, lo- he allows the sin to happen, right? Like, it's not that he's like stopping us when we become Christians to be, to partake in any sinful activities he it happens it just happens and then we're glorified one day and the weeds get burned away yeah you know i think if you this is this is a long journey Uh, what garrett said for me to even like say this say that this is how i view scripture but like um i think if you read scripture the way that i used to read it which was this is two people one is good, one was chosen by God and is meant for great things and for heaven, the other is not chosen by God for whatever reason and is meant to to be burned up, you get a—your life becomes a real, like, me and them, you know? Mm. Um, And the way that you live your life becomes very different in that you (laughs) see— you just start to see everybody as the weed, you know? You hardly even see anyone else as part of your family because you just, like, think that everyone else is the chaff that needs to be burned up, you know? like
1: mm. um, Especially those who you are... A, who disagree with you. Right, yeah. in whatever way, yeah. Right. Well, so, well, they're just some weeds, but thank God, one day they'll be burned away, and right. I'll <laughs> get to stand firm, even yeah. if it's just me.
2: Right. Yeah, so you become, a, it's like a lonely... You become a very lonely island. <laughs> you become a, a one-man island because you think that you're the, you're the only weed in the world and everyone else is the weed. Mm. And as I've started to read scripture like this, where it's like I see one person, I see myself, I see the Christ in me, but I also I see the f- flaws, right? I see the sin that I've done. I've seen the things that I've done to hurt people and to hurt others, and I don't want it, and I know that my master doesn't want it either. Yeah, but he's like, for whatever reason, willing to let me live this life in tandem with my good fruit until I am, until I die, Mm. and then it'll be burned.
1: Right, and yeah, and then the hope is—that's the hope at the end. And again, not the hope as in oh gosh, crossing my fingers. It's the hope in that it will happen. Right. The hope is that at the end, the weeds will be burned and it'll just be the wheat. Philippians
0: six. he who started a good work and right. you will be He'll, faithful to complete it yeah. in the day of Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Man, that was good, John. And now,
2: like, mm. so that's, I mean, that's not me pulling that out of nowhere. That's me reading other people, scholarly people, right? Yeah. And so so I you think, cheated. So I cheated. <laughs> but like, Get him out. You have yeah. a, you have a commentary there that says it's two people. Yeah. I've read other, trusted scholarly sources that say it's one person. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you just have to be able to accept that it could be either one.
1: And that's, and that's the truest definition of why we did the podcast, because I think that a lot of people grew up in, in a church culture where it was like, our way is right. And all the people who disagree with us are Mm. unfortunately wrong. And, and are and in some cases are actively participating in like heretical things. And so as people in our twenties and as John also alluded to previously in different, very different stages of life, even among John and I who are closer in age, we've just realized that there's a lot of stuff, a lot more stuff out there than just the one, the quote unquote, one kind of perspective of like evangelical and some sort of like Baptistish, not that Jess didn't grow up Baptist, but some sort of Southern evangelical right. view of it. Like there are others. So anyway.
0: Gosh, I think it's so important <laughs> that like, I don't really know what I think, but mm-hmm. e- like if I were to completely disagree with you, we leave here and give each other a hug and right. all right, see you. Na-. You know, like,
1: yeah not me I'll punch you
0: but I do like I know people who would not be able to like that would not sit well with them that like they didn't in the conversation being right Yeah. or like
1: yeah that would be me and John circa 2015
0: (laughs) 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 um but like if if there is that kind of discord in the body right <laughs> this is gonna sound out there, but like I can understand why a non-believer would look at Christians oh, yeah, for sure. and be like, I don't want that. Right. If that's how we treat each other Yeah. in disagreeing about something, right? Like none of us like actually know. Like,
1: right.
0: yeah. I mean, there obviously are certain things that we need to be pretty aligned on, but like there's a lot of things that we don't know and yeah. So I just think it's so important to learn that skill, to yeah. to be okay, one, with not knowing and two, like leaving a conversation in disagreement between the body of believers.
2: Right. The per- What's the purpose of your conversation with another person? Is it so that you can be right or is it so that you grow in deeper intimacy with God in the end of it? Yeah. And with each other. Right.
1: And that that's a big flip, because especially people who are listening right now who are in Christian college, the vibe is to right. be right. and yeah. ha- take heart it, I, from from someone for people like John and I who are who have are far-ish removed from college at this point, like that does just naturally get better with age, I think. I still know people who are my age who are sure. still that way, but a lot of people yeah. soften, you know, so I, I yeah. think it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay if you feel you're surrounded by that. I also want to say like, um, we're definitely not getting more into this than just surface level but i've just uh listened to um uh Bridgetown church a church that we all kind of like and the, the pastor there tyler staten just did they did a whole weekend on their uh their church's stance on women eldership mm-hmm. and regardless of what they said the like in that he gently and beautifully said like this is not our answer. Like we, we have not said like, Hey, everyone who had the question, don't think about it anymore. We've got the answer. Just read, just read what we said. Mm-hmm. He, he's not saying we've, we've not figured it out or cracked the case, or we're not forcing now our belief objectively at everybody else, nor are we saying that if you disagree with what we think about this, that, that we are higher than you are better than you are smarter than you. Like it's just the fact that as our, from our perspective, our church body and we're, we're deciding what we believe about this and, and that's it. And you're free to disagree with us. And, and, and and at the end of, he said like, if, and if, if, if I stand before God at the end of time and he told me that I was wrong, hopefully he can understand that like we made that statement in an effort to serve him and the people the best that we could. And that was it. And so that's a very extreme thing. Cause that's like a a big, church and an important topic and but i think that's this that's the similar vibe here like even if the three of us all agreed that john's interpretation of this or the interpretation that john holds from others is what we would say is is what we think to be right that also doesn't mean that if you disagree then we think that you're like stupid or because because what happened with me i know we feel like we're off topic but i but i'm not too unhappy about it but what happened with me is that i i swung a little too hard where like in college it was very still like the tradition i grew up in amplified and then when i left that i kind of swung too far the other way where i thought that Everything that was where I was mm. was then bad mm-hmm. and yeah,
0: yeah. and
1: ignorant and arrogant. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I, I still think there's a certain sort of frame of mind there that, that it was kind of separate from the actual theological thought that I still have issue with. But as far as like disagreeing on two things, as long as the goal, right, like that's kind of what we've been talking about is if the goal is intimacy and we disagree, then we're golden. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I can't. I've, I've, we're we're beating a dead horse here. We just want to be able to say I don't want anyone to listen to this and be like, how could they think that, or how could they then think that they're right and so I'm wrong? It's because that's not that's not the vibe. This is really just like an an, an enter an entrance into the Port City Green Room or the Port City <laughs> like road trip vehicle, you know, and and just recording that. Anyway, does anyone have last words about that, or can we move on to? I know that that's not meant to be bad. I'm I'm the one taking this off the rails, but I don't wanna cut this off if anybody has anything else to say.
2: I think we'll I think we should do a series after this on our journeys yeah. of reconstruction. Should we have started that way?
1: Arguable. But we didn't. So <laughs> let's keep going with this. All right. So that was that was all uh, parable number four. <laughs> <laughs> we got nine more to go. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> uh, but I will say that's, that's one of the longer ones. Like the next one is maybe, maybe. It's going to be easy one, and, right? Well, the next <laughs> one is, is maybe the most notable because it's in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Um, and so let's do, John, if you want to take, if you want to stay where we're at, Matthew thirteen thirty one. Jess, if you want to go to Mark 4, 30. And I'll take Luke 13 and we'll just hit all these bad boys.
2: Matthew thirteen thirty one, 31, NRSV. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches.
0: I'm reading Mark four thirty, in NIV. Again, he said, What shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest seed you plant in the ground. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants, with such big branches that the birds of the air can perch in its shade.
1: Luke 13, 18. Uh, he said, therefore, what is the kingdom of God like? And to what should I compare it? It is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in a garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. So yes, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. That feels like there's two mustard seed
2: instances. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, Chess and i talking <laughs> talked oh, yeah, about that already. <laughs> they're not they're not remotely about the same thing. Mm-hmm. The other Correct. mustard seed one, don't think about it. It's not the same. <laughs> uh but so Faith so of a mustard seed. Right. Um so we've got the kingdom of God. Um it's like a mustard seed, someone put it in the ground and it grew and became a tree. I think this one is a little bit more simple. I think it's just Jesus comes and mm-hmm. he's spreading and 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 what? He's a tiny what... tiny little man. <laughs> what... Baby? Yeah. Baby. Wow. That's good. <gasps> That's good. Uh and and then the kingdom of God which starts as a seed becomes a tree big enough for birds to
2: Yeah, what about the birds?
0: I was thinking about that, but can I go with the seed? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just thinking about, like, how we start so little as, like, pre- like pregnancy.
2: Right. A seed. Yeah. A
0: seed. Like, we start that size. Like, yeah. Jesus came and also started that size. Yeah. Wow. I would
2: imagine that the v- phrasing of, like, yeah, because you see it in Scripture, like, the seed. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the seed of Adam. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if same word.
1: Hmm. That would have been cool to look up before, but I did did, I did. That
2: would have been awesome, (laughs) Jagger. Um. (laughs) Yeah. What are the birds? Who are the birds? I don't.
1: I don't know. Um. It
0: like is is the bird? Are the birds in like a bad context, or are they like? No, but this is another thing where let's
1: let's like zoom out on like. Jesus could have just been saying like it grew and it became a tree and it, it was not like a tree in your front yard. Like the tree that's so big that birds come and make nests. In it. Mm, like it okay. could, that might not be mm. it, but it could just be that, you know, because okay. yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like there are some trees that are just, you know, six feet tall and right, have the little right, branches right. and nothing lives in those. And you've got the trees that are just massive and you can't see the top of it and, you know, full of things that live in it because it's so dense. Yeah. So it literally could just be that he's specifying how, how big, the, big tree the tree is with the birds. Maybe not, you know, but.
0: But that, yeah, the detail is just interesting. Like, yeah, that he adds that in there.
1: Because it's one of those things where we might not know this. Again, this is just thinking out loud and conjecture, but it's like, uh. Maybe they judged tree sizes by how many birds could fit in it back then. You know, like we don't know yeah. that, but it's just, it, it so just, true. it just could be that, you know, like bird in the hands or two in the tree. <laughs> John just said that to me and held up two when he said bird in the hand. <laughs> four. And held up four when he said. It. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving to number three Matthew thirteen thirty three, Luke thirteen twenty. This is the parable of the yeast. It's uh, nice and short.
2: Matthew 13, 33, NRSV. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened.
0: Luke 13, 20, NIV. Again, he said, what shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough.
1: So we have another thing here similar to the birds, right? Like I don't think because we can say okay, now let's talk about what the woman is. <laughs> you know, I don't think the woman <laughs> yeah. I don't think the yeah. woman matters. I think it's the same thing as the birds. It's just he's yeah. just telling the story. Are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so I actually did I, did I wasn't super clear on this, but there's a Bible project video about how like the leaven goes into the bread and then but by the time the bread has lifted and has been cooked like you don't see the leaven. You don't know that it sure. was there. And so like, it's like the kingdom of God, it's, it's just kind of another way about the seed thing. Like you had the dough and you put the leaven in and then now you've got the the bread and it's a, a new thing affected by what you put in originally, but you can't like seed anymore. Like, so uh, again, I'm not completely sure it could be like kingdom of heaven ish, but that's kind of the idea is that
2: Christ, his body comes and then he ascends and you don't and the spirit comes but you don't see the spirit but you still mm. see the effect of that's good I'm yeah. just spitballing
1: or it could or it could just be that the kingdom of heaven is inside you like yeah like like and also causes you to leaven or, yeah, or yeah. causes like you to be raised up yeah. to be raised yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that so it could be any of those things but yeah. raised yeah. up
0: with
1: Christ yeah um Right, short and sweet I think we're good on that unless we want to talk more about the woman <laughs> Hm. <laughs>